Well, hello. This is Jeff and John from the other side of the pulpit. I'm Jeff. He's John. Hi. And uh, I'm a preacher, and he's a preacher's kid, and and I, I have kids. And, and uh, so we get together, we talk about the Bible, and we're going to take a few minutes to talk about a different subject. And uh, and we're just going to let y'all eavesdrop on us. And uh, if you hear that gurgling in the background, John making coffee, so... Ignore that. Uh, I normally make a mess, but yes. I'm making coffee this morning. Yes. Uh, so, anyway, while that's finishing up, we're going to open with prayer and then we're going to get started. Dear Lord Father, thank you so much for this beautiful day you've given us, Father, and and the opportunity for John and I to get together and just and discuss uh, uh, different topics, Lord, that we can just grow stronger in our faith and that we can look towards you as our as our not just our Savior but our guide, our comforter, our strength, our everything, Father. Lord, we ask you to anyone that listens to this podcast, Lord, that they'll get blessed by it, Lord, and, and that they'll grow uh, a deeper faith in, in, uh, and, a, and a stronger love for you. Father, we ask it all in your son's holy name. Amen. All right, John. Uh, coffee pots. It's almost finished gurgling. Yeah, it was trying to cancel you out this morning, as a matter of fact. That's all right. We can live with that. What deep theological because you were talking before we got started that you did about something I feel like you were talking I don't know if it was a what you would call deep theological thing or not but it's something evidently that has been weighing on me and I didn't realize it and it's a question that's been asked to me by a couple of different individuals over the week, and it's just kind of funny that it kind of got brought up again this morning, sort of kind of in a roundabout way, but I got a question. Okay, I got an answer. Is what we call today praise and worship, genuinely praise and worship, or it is some is it something that that we have brought up and have concocted out of our own emotional need to to be in some type of mental state of euphoria in our mind are we truly worshiping and praising God or are we doing something just to satisfy ourselves and make ourselves feel good yes i'll agree I, that question was brought up to me and I like the question, and I discussed it a little bit with the person who brought that question up to me. Um, and it's one of those I said, I said that's a that's a, a a long. It can't be a short answer. It can't be. A it short can only answer. be the the yes answer of what you just said, or you have to go really deep into what you're doing. And first of all. First of all, we can't answer for everybody in the world. We right. just answer right. a generic thing. But if you define the word praise, if you look up the word praise in the dictionary, it actually says one of the things is worship. But when you look up worship in the dictionary, it never refers to praise. No, it doesn't. And so I feel like based on that, that the definition that has been given these words worship you can have worship without praise but you cannot have praise without worship and worship is acknowledging and both of them were kind of acknowledging god or acknowledging a deity or acknowledging someone or something uh so you can worship something other than god there's Absolutely. so people were um 
Well, henceforth, I mean, it comes back to the commandment. Thou shalt have no other God before thee. Yes. Which means that, that in our minds, there are things that we place on a high plateau. Yeah. Now, let me define, let me, thou shalt have no other gods before me. Now, see, that could get and, into idolatry and everything well, here's, else. Here's, let me, let me explain to the people who are listening, because some people may go, um, well, that means God's number one and there's something else could be number two. No, no. God is the only God. In the day and time mm-hmm. that this was being written, mm-hmm. back in the Old Testament, if you went to the king, you went before the king. Before the king. Not before as but, in previous, but before as in, in front of. of. Yes. In the presence of yes. the king. Yes. So if you wanted to go to, uh, so this really could be translated mm-hmm. as having no other gods in my presence. Mm-hmm. Then if you just, then if you look at that, God is omnipresent. So therefore, there cannot be any other gods mm-hmm. in your life. But then if you also look so at God that is, word before, but, but God is not number one. He is the only. Only. Yes. Yes, yes. So if people go, he's got to be number one in your life. No, he's got to be the only one. The only one in your life. Exactly. Now, when you're talking about God, yes, only one. And that that before now, in in our day now, before has also been translated into, like you said, being in front of. Mm -hmm. But in essence, what that before meant was nothing else ahead of me. Nothing else in that predominant place. Nothing else in the place of worship and nothing else in the place of, of number one. Well, and there you go back to saying number one. Yeah. That it alludes to the fact that there's going to be a number two. Exactly. And you cannot be number two. Which comes, back to, the, comes back to what so, we speak today, how we speak today. It's, it's, it's how our language has changed right. from what was initially written. Yeah. What they, the initial written was, don't have any other God in my presence. Right. And we have taken, taken it and go, no other God in front of me. Right. And so that's, that's the problem. Um, so we go back to that. So you're right. There's, uh, but people can worship and do worship other things. And they praise other things. Absolutely. And they acknowledge the, the greatness of, of other things. And that's what worship is truly all. You know, what worship is. is and and um, so I think in some aspects that we we have gotten to where we do I think people look at worship and praise in different ways Go well ahead. it's it's also it's also when you look at it in a certain sense too it's also anything that you pledge allegiance to mm-hmm. which is why some of the sects and the the uh what do you call them uh, what's the other word Sect, S-E-C-T-S, not S-E-S. Yes. Um, <laughs> cults. Uh, that, yeah, there you go. That's what it was. Some of the other cults say they don't pledge allegiance to the flag or to any flag or to any country or any group of people, mm-hmm. which is where that comes in. Mm-hmm. Because anything you pledge your allegiance to means that you've set that thing up in a place of authority in your life, mm-hmm. which means that you if you've got God as the authority, then you've got another authority under you. 
Mm-hmm. Which, in that case, then they're they're not loyal to their government either. Which Paul has a lot to say about that. Right. So there again, it comes into the modern day how we in the Western world have translated things that's, that's to true. fit what we want it to fit and to form a mold or an image or whatever that we want to conform to mm-hmm. or it to conform to, whatever that may be. But yes, praise and worship. Mm-hmm. You can praise and worship at the same time, but you can't worship without praise. They kind of go together. You can't praise without worship, but you can worship without praise because yes. you can acknowledge that there's a God and acknowledge something, but not praise it. Right. Acknowledge right. it. Right. See, to to me, if like I say, okay, God is God is uh, the creator of the universe, and I acknowledge that. But is is that really? Is that praising him? Is it just acknowledging who he is? But then you and there is a difference. Yes. Now, how do you praise? How do you worship? How how is that done? See, I think that's where there's a lot of difference in opinion on this because people will focus on one thing or another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some that read where David was was dancing and praising God because of something that happened in the Old Testament and and they and but then but do they but, but they, they don't acknowledge the fact that David got on his face and worshiped God. Exactly. Exactly. So So one came out of his exuberance and his joy and his gladness for something that was going on at that particular point yes. in time. And the other one came out of humility mm-hmm. and the humbleness of realizing the weight and the heaviness and and the 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 veracity of this mm-hmm. immaculate being that was over him that had given him all this mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, and there's there's two entirely different things there. Yes, and you know everybody does things different. I'm an introvert by nature, so I don't. And and I'll be honest, I do less now than I ever did because of cameras. You, you can't do something. I'm, I'm serious. I know. I used to I do know. a lot of things that were goofy and funny and all that 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 that, that me and my friends were sitting there and we'd do something silly. But now you got cameras and it goes it goes YouTube and it goes live Facebook and all this kind of stuff and 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 it's just I'm like I don't want the whole world to see me do something silly, you know. And and I'm not talking about, uh, you know. It could be anything. So I, there's a lot of things that I don't do because I'm like I'm not doing Facebook Live and being you know. And I'm talking. I'm not talking about raising my hands and worship or anything like that. I'm just saying I'm an introvert. I, I'm I'm comfortable with my group of with, with a group of small group of people around me. Uh, but when you get into a bigger group, I'm not comfortable. And therefore, I don't do things. So. I'm not going to jump up and down and do backflips in church. Okay, you may find this hard to believe, mm-hmm. but I'm the same way. Oh, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I mean, most most people that have been around me, they they find that hard to believe. But as a child in the first grade, I wouldn't eat in the lunchroom. Really, I would not eat. In the See, now I wasn't that terrified. Much of, I'm not that much of an introvert. It terrified. Me. I'm. I can. I'm good one on one with groups of people. I'm good. I'm not the introvert like that where where I'm terrified to be around others, but I don't care to like MC a a program. I don't care like I was a um, associational um, what do you call it the 
moderator and vice moderator. Yeah. I was yeah. vice moderator. I hated it because I, I hated being in front of people talking about. But now, if they wanted me to preach, I preach all day long. Mm-hmm. But they wanted me to conduct a meeting. I'm like, I this is I just don't do this work. And and so I, I did. I was uh, I was uncomfortable doing it. It Absolutely. was horrible for Absolutely. me. And every once a month I had to go to these meetings, and once a month I dreaded. I mean, once a quarter I dreaded it because of that. And uh, then the annual meeting, I'm like, I got to get up and say something. I just don't. I just because of that. But now being in a group, if if you take those same people and we're just standing around talking, I don't mind it. It, it doesn't bother me. But I say that to say this, you know. I'm not the one that's going to jump up and down and shout and run around. I'm not going. To, I'm not going to, at a football game. I don't do it. At, a, at you know, I you know, I might get excited a little bit, but I don't like do backflips or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it is not my nature. I completely understand. And so <clears throat> when you start talking about praise and worshiping, I think everybody's got their own little way of doing what they do, and it fits in with the temperament that they've been that they've been born with, that yes. they've been given to. But I also believe that when somebody says, and the Lord led me to run around the church, I'm like, well, did he, when did he lead you to stop? When you ran out of gas? Yeah, no, I'm on board with you on that too. I mean, if you... Uh, I mean, what, what modern day so-called, and I'm going to say so-called, what modern day so-called Christianity has been led into believing that unless you come into a worship service and raise your hands and shout and scream and run around the building and do all this other stuff and cry, and all, that, that unless you do that, you're not worshiping God and you're not praising God. Yeah. See, and, I, and that's been brought out in, in a large context by particular people that have a particular theology or viewpoint about things that have the media, mm-hmm. the media pulpit. Mhm mhm mhm. Oh, one of the things that I kept hearing and this is, this goes back to the question that's got been brought up to me over the past couple of weeks and something that I heard this morning, one of the things that I always go back to is can a person just stand and quietly praise and worship God in his own without moving? Or does he have to shout and run up and down the aisles? And if he Is it is it an emotional thing? All right, you since you, I to me there is a difference in being emotional and worshiping and praising. Praise can bring out an emotion, but an emotion cannot bring out praise. Emotion is just like you can have you can have worship without praise, Mm -hmm. but you can't have praise without worship. Now, I'm, I'm, and so you can have emotion based on your praise and worship, but you can't praise and worship based on your emotion. Which comes right back to what we're talking about. That goes back to this. It's what we've been conditioned to believe. It's right. what we've been led into believe. All right, just just think well, about. Let me, let's, let me let's give you an, let me give you an example. This past week, my daughters, both of my daughters, called me with exciting news. Okay. And and I'm not talking about you know they won you know a gift card or uh, or whatever one um, and it may not be exciting to other people but it was exciting news to a dad 
Okay. Right. right. Uh, one, like I did my presentation, we presented it. I was nervous, but I went through it and said the teacher, the professor liked it. The the company that they were they had they had to go into a company and, and work with a company on mm-hmm. this stuff and said the company said I sent it to the company. The company liked it, and so they so my daughter was on cloud nine. My other daughter's like. Uh, I just started back work. I'm all excited about my job. Um, I've got, um, I've got, she's kind of, um, she works for a company uh, as a, as an aide, a PT aide, mm-hmm. but the company has several locations and she's, mm-hmm. and she's like, they just tell me that they're calling me going, can you come work at this location today? Mm-hmm. Can you go? And she goes, dad, it's so great that they, they just, they need me so bad and they need somebody and they're calling me to do it, to fill in the gaps. And she goes, I'm excited. So to me, it was exciting. And I got excited about that, mm-hmm. but I never worshiped the job, the, the child, the news, the you know, I, I just got and, excited, and you, and you never truly, truly praised that. You, no, I you, didn't. You accentuated your joy, your 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 exactly. excitement. Yes, but you didn't get up, and run around the room, cry, and do all this other stuff. Did right, you? I didn't. You know, yes, I didn't. Not, <coughs> did I? Did I? Did I sit down after I had a conversation with them and go, "Thank you, Lord, for taking care of my children." Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did I did I not did I have a conversation because I have conversations with God often, mm-hmm. um, uh, and and did I do that? Yes, mm-hmm. but did I exalt and praise and 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 all that? Even though I had an excitement about mm-hmm. me because of what they had done, mm-hmm. no, I, I, I it was not praise and worship. Mm-hmm. It was like, man, you made my day mm-hmm. calling me and, do, and telling that's me good, this. Man, that's good, man. That's good. I'm excited. I'm excited for you. I'm you know. And I always, and, and and I'm the word police, and and uh, I, I was excited for them, but I, I was never proud of them. I, I wasn't going to bring that up, but see, there, there again, <laughs> what, what I was going to refer back to is this same thing, this same translation, this same uh, modern day interpretation of that. It's like love. Mm-hmm. Now, you ready for it? I'm ready because it fits right back into this same thing we're talking about here. Is love a feeling? I'm glad that's you asked a, that question. <laughs> yeah, that's a deep because see, you can love somebody and not be happy with them. Love is not a feeling. Exactly. Love is You is, can feel love. Yes. But love is not a feeling. Love is a commitment. Yes. Because you can you can love somebody and 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 do good to them even though they don't love you and they're mean to you or they, they do wrong or they choose bad. You you can and you can love somebody and be disappointed in what what's going on in their actions and, and yeah. yes yeah but that doesn't mean that yeah you can love you can love somebody like I never stop loving my kids but when they do something wrong I'm disappointed in what they're doing right and uh, all right let's let's go back go to Jesus Christ in the garden okay yes okay do you think that Jesus Christ the man Worshipped God the Father mm-hmm. in the garden when he said, Let this cup pass from me. And I say that, say all that to say, to, to come back around to something. We're going to come back around to something here. Well, right? now we're voicing our opinions, and this is Jeff and I sitting here talking. This is what we do. This is yeah, our conversation. Yeah, this is our conversation, and you're just allowed to listen to it. Um, Whew. 
I think that stopping right there is not filling the hole because it says, let this cup pass before me, but not my will, thy will. Okay. And and if you say that, then he was actually exalting God because he was showing with that that he didn't that what he was going through as a as a man, the man part of him was 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 I don't this is tough. Yeah. But the other side is, but I'm gonna do what you want me to do, God. So yes there you and no. go. There you go, right? Yes there. and no. There he you was go. worshiping God, but he was Worship. He was. He was. His love for his father was greater than his will for himself. Exactly. That was a commitment, and in committing himself and in submitting himself yes. into that love, it is a form of worship. He it was, is worshiping the father because he is submitting his own personal will yes. to that will of his absolutely. father out of pure love. Yes. Absolutely on that. That is absolutely correct. That was worship. That was a form right there of him worshiping and honoring his father. Mm-hmm. Was praise involved in that? I don't think it was. None in the definition that we think of praise. Yes. The definition we have of praise, that was probably not. Um, the definition we have of praise is whooping and hollering and raising your hands and doing all this other. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going against that, okay? Right. I'm not going against it. He didn't that. flop around on the floor. He didn't. Need a, 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 exactly. There was no joy or whatever, you know, no uh, uh, voluminous eruption of joy and, and significant. But what there was, there was worship to the Father. Yes. Which is entirely different than praise. Yes. But yet at the same time, he was praising his Father because he recognized That's him. why I go back to this statement constantly. I am a Christian. I'm a pastor and I pastor a Baptist church. Yes. I am not a Baptist pastor. Yes. Because when it comes down to it, you can take the denominational hoopla and set it aside and get real with the Bible. The way Baptist... And it, it, it offends me when somebody goes, I know we're Baptist, but we can stand up and shout. Shut up. Shut up. That, that offends me because I'm a Christian and I'm going to worship the way I'm going to worship. I'm going to praise the way I'm going to praise. And it actually does offend me because they're telling me because I'm a ba- because I'm in a Baptist church, I, I'm, I'm only doing certain things. Mm-hmm. If I was a Pentecostal and they said, I know we're Pentecostal, but we're going to, no, that would offend me. Yep. But I, I take away the Baptist, the Pentecostal, the Presbyterian, the Methodist, the whateverist, you know, I, all the denominationals, that, and and go because I had a guy tell me one time years ago says if you don't speak in tongues you you don't have the Holy Spirit and I'm I, going I, every time I speak I use my tongue it just you can't tell me that who are you to tell me how I worship God and who are you to tell me how I'm not worshiping God what's sad is I know where they get it from they get but, it. but we're not going to get into that but yes I do understand what you're saying right there. See, I do understand. You, I, I know where they get it. I do. See, to me, when I worship God, I'm not going to get into it. When I'm worshiping God, it's me and God. That's it. What was Christ? Where was Christ at in the garden when He was praying to His Father? Where was He at? He was in a one-on-one communion with His Father mm-hmm. and His God. When He 
when he took communion with the disciples and he broke the bread and he he gave it to him and he gave, he passed the wine and and to me that is that is the that and baptism are the only two ceremonial things that I that you know marriage is great and I and, and but when you want to talk about real with me I, because that's that's me and God right there together it's just me and him when yep. i'm taking communion yep. and it's special to me baptism to me is the same thing it's just me and god when, and uh, you know when i was baptized and when when somebody when i baptize somebody to me i'm just glad to be a part of yeah of, yep. or when i'm handing out communion it, i'm glad to be a part of god's ministry or and whatever. what it, but, and what but it he, stands for yes what it signifies exactly but in in marriages there it, it comes into a close uh second because yeah. baptism and, and communion are right there they're they're no as far as ceremonies they're the best and uh but but here's the thing see john when you when you look at this um um on on worship the the, the everybody every denomination tells you how you're supposed to worship in accordance with their denominational moniker when jesus when jesus went and did the communion they went out singing a song they went out singing a song they had got to get this is my this is me you're at, you know we're talking to per, you know opinions and and based on and, and this is based on my what i understand the scripture to be saying they jesus taught them the worship of the communion mm-hmm of how you're supposed to acknowledge that Jesus's body was broken mm-hmm. and Jesus's blood was shed for the mm-hmm. remission of sins. And we're supposed to hold that as worship. Mm-hmm. And then they walked out singing a song, praising God. Mm-hmm. That to me is a, 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 is a show of worship and praise. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That to me, that's what I look at. Mm-hmm. I can acknowledge who God is and then I have the joy to sing or shout or or or, mm-hmm. or whatever, whatever. But just, but just, but just to, because you don't run up down the aisle. Well, and I think that's a denominational uh, thing that that people get, and 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 some people mistake a a dwarfing high with um, with it. Some people with with worship. Which goes back to love. Yeah, you I was, there was a conversation on uh, Facebook this week about uh, somebody talking about a song, and they were having a discussion about a song. I'd never heard the song. I don't even. I can't even remember the name of the song. And one, but but in the conversation, one person started talking about, well, if you don't like me because of my tattoos and all this, and I'm like, I, that isn't part of the conversation. Yeah. I don't even know where you came yeah. up with that. But um, but the person said, well. The beat of the songs of uh, the new new songs are, are uh, um, changing things, and I don't like the beat of the songs because people are getting. And he, in, in one sense, I, and I agreed with the guy. Yeah, I said, yeah. oh, I yeah. said, yeah. I, I agree partly with you because you can. The beat of the song can change everything. People start getting excited about the beat of the song, yeah. and instead of the song words themselves, they get to rock with the music. And I said, I said. Because one of my songs that I can't stand to listen to is talk a little, just a little talk with Jesus, and I said because there's nowhere in the Bible that talks about a prayer will, but you tip, but it's, it's, it's celebrating Hinduism. I said because if you look up 
what a prayer wheel is and that fire burning and all that is all Hindu. It's and all I said, hideous. so yeah, I said, but it's got to catch a little beat. And I said, next thing you know, you start rocking to the song. And, and I said, people don't even pay attention. They're singing about a Hindu what prayer wheel. <laughs> Which is why I brought up, is it emotionalism or is it actually praise and worship? That's, I don't know. I mean, you know, for, for that, I, to be honest, we probably 99.9% of the people in the world don't know. They don't know. And so they're just singing a song. But those that do know, like, I don't like singing it. I, I, don't, I don't stand up and church, oh, we're not going to sing this song. But you'll never hear me pick that song out. And I just don't get, you know, and I just don't sing it. And, uh, and the reason why is because of that. But it's got a good beat to it. It's got a good rhythm to it. And, and for the most part, it ain't a bad song, except for the fact of just talking about Hinduism versus Christianity. And that's... <laughs> and somebody goes, well, the author may not have known there was a, anything about it. I said about the prayer wheel and all that. He may have just made that up. And I'm going, possibly... But the chances are he had heard something about a prayer wheel. Well, just because something is religious and spiritual does not mean that it's Christian. Right. And just because something causes you to have an emotion does not mean it's worship. That's exactly right. And it does not... And it does not mean you're praising. Is that praise and worship, is it a spiritual thing? Or is it a true... Praise and worship it comes out of uh, out of the joy in your heart for God, not just out of the spirituality well, of it. Let's go to uh, Mount Transfiguration. Jesus took oh, that was a good one. Jesus took the four got four. He had the twelve disciples that he taught. Then he had the core. I call them the core, core four group. Yep, the core yep. four. And he took the core four up on the mountain Transfiguration. Yep. yep. And there was Jesus, Elijah, Moses, mm-hmm. and the voice of God came down. And what did Peter say? <gasps> let's build a temple. Let's build an altar for Moses, Moses Elijah, Elijah, and Jesus. Uh-huh. See, in his mind, he was doing the right thing. But if you throw out all the all that, he was doing the wrong thing. Just like when God told Abraham. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he went into Hagar. Why? Because mm-hmm. his wife Sarah had given Hagar to yes. him. And he did the right thing. He believed that seed could come from him, and it did. Yes. But it was for the wrong. Yes. He did the wrong. He, he sinned against God to, do, to, to try to help God fulfill, and that is not worshiping God. Right. Right. What Peter did was not worshiping God. So, so really, well, to to really get a grip of what we've been talking about this morning, oh, we're over. Oh, uh, <laughs> we're time flies when you're having fun. Go back to when Jesus was worshiping his Father, out of the genuine, pure, unfeigned, unfiltered, unfettered love in his heart. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what did he do? Not my will, not my will, not what I feel good doing, not what I want to do. That's right. But your will. Be. That's right. Mm-hmm. Your will be done. Not out of my emotions. Not out of what I feel. Mm-hmm. But out of what you've set out yeah. to be done. And look at, look at. I mean, if you go, well, that's Jesus. Well, look at uh, what others did. Paul, uh, uh, Peter, 
didn't seek God's will, but his own will of building those altars, and that was wrong. That was and wrong. He was, and he was told no. That was wrong. You look at what Abraham did with, with uh, Hagar, and that's, mm-hmm. that was wrong. Mm-hmm. You look at what David did by, by taking his worship and celebrating with song and dance, that's awesome. But you also look at where how David fell on his face and worshiped God. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, you can look in the Bible and see worship, true worship. Mm-hmm. Take the Baptist and Presbyterian and Pentecostal and mm-hmm. Methodist and all those, all those legalistic things and throw them away. Mm-hmm. And look at what and look God's at what the Bible says. says. God absolutely tells us, and our problem is we as human beings are lazy and don't want to get into God's word mm-hmm. and find out the truth of the matter. Yeah. We just want to take somebody else's word for yes. it. So whose fault does it fall on us? Yes. Jesus and the disciples worshiped God with the breaking of the bread and and the drinking of the wine mm-hmm. for the very first communion, and they walked out praising God mm-hmm. with a song. Mm-hmm. that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. And if that causes you to do a backflip, by all means, do that backflip. But don't do it out of your emotions. Do it out of your the, the that's true right. joy and love of your heart. Worship can be done without praise, but praise has to be worship. Absolutely. Emotion has to... Praise because can, it makes can us draw emotion. Good. Praise can have emotion... Praise and worship can cause emotion. Mm-hmm. But just because you have an emotion doesn't mean you're praise and worship. That's right. So all those things need to come together. The biggest thing is, is seek God. Mm-hmm. If we just seek God and, and, and put all that other stuff aside and just seek God, all that other stuff will just... It, and stop taking it, somebody else's word for it. Read the Bible. Read the Bible. I am going I have... I've read been, the Bible. I've been praying about this. Read the Bible. I am uh, going to take and start doing a um, a thing on uh, Facebook about how to study the Bible. I'm going to take three or four or five minutes and, and go over something. Then I'm going to take... You know, and I'm going to do that like once a week. Just say, hey, look, let's do this. And this is how you study the Bible. And, and the reason why is because people are just not, they, they go, how do I study the Bible? Do I just pick a verse and start reading it? No. Absolutely not. No. So I want to teach people how to actually study the Bible so that their time is very productive in what they do. And they may, and some of it may seem um, ridiculous, but once they realize that, that knowing what they're they're reading is important, and knowing when it was written and why mm-hmm. it was written, and what what the terminology and all that. So I'm gonna I'm gonna be doing that coming up soon. Mm-hmm. I'll probably do it on Reed's Chapel's Facebook page uh, because I, I you know I'm the pastor there. So <laughs> all right, close us in prayer, Johnny. Father, I thank you for this day, Lord. I I thank you that that Jeff and I can that you've given us this gift that we can sit down and talk with each other, and so far. We hadn't let our human emotions get involved in this thing, and we hadn't started fighting amongst ourselves like most people do when they get together and begin to talk mm-hmm. about these things. Father, I just thank you for the harmony between us about your word and about what you say. Uh, Father, I ask you now as, as as we review this and we go through our week, that we let these things roll over in our minds and realize 
and come to a, a, a full assurance and knowledge of what actual worship and praise is. It's not something that comes out of our emotions that makes us feel good, but it's out of our praise and adoration for you. Father, and it can be quiet or it can be in, in humble, but yet at the same time it can also be joyous. Father, go with us through our week. Keep our hearts and our minds focused on you, and I pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. Amen.